Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today's story, as well as the next six stories after this, a total of seven, are dedicated to Alta Shena Bas Rachel Yosefa for Fua Shalema. And as the Rebbe often says, Kuroiva, which means it should become, come, come near. And as we might also say, um, immediately, if not sooner, a complete and speedy recovery to Altashena Bas Rachel Yosefa. Now, there's an amazing story which is told in the Hayom Yom for today. It's actually between the lines of the, of the Hayom Yom, because the Hayom Yom tells us something which the Alta Rebbe told, the first Chabad Rebbe, told to his grandson, the Tzemach Tzedek Menachem Mendel. But he didn't actually tell it to him in person, uh, the way we think of him as in person. He appeared to him in a, in a vision. In the middle of the day, if I'm not mistaken, Daltareva appeared to his grandson and taught him some, uh, insight into Torah. Now, I don't know how many of us have had that kind of experience where our grandfather or anybody appeared to us in a vision in the middle of the day and taught us Torah. It's kind of rare for ordinary people. On the other hand, the Torah is full of stories about dreams. Yaakov had a, had a dream, and Yosef had dreams, and Lahavdil Paro had dreams, and there are many, many other dreams also in the Torah. There are many dreams in the Vim, and many dreams in the Gemara, and other places. Dreams are something which are very common in the Torah. But how did it happen that the Tzemach Tzedek, Menachem Mendel, the third Chabad Rebbe, happened to have this dream or this vision of the Alta Rebbe visiting him? So there's actually a story behind it, and this is what I meant when I said a story between the lines. It had been actually a number of months since the Alta Rebbe had visited his grandson. Now, just to make clear, this was many years after the Alta Rebbe was already in Nistalek, after the Alta Rebbe had already passed away. But for Tzadikim, that doesn't necessarily make too much of a, uh, an obstacle. Um, and he would, from time to time, appear to his grandson to teach him and so forth. But it had been a, quite a while. And so this is the story which happened, which um, brought about that his grandfather again appeared to him after quite a half quite an interruption. The Tzemuch Sadek was on his way to Shul. Rabbi Menachem Mendel, the third Chabad Rebbe, known as the Tzemuch Sadek, the Rebbe the Tzemuch Sadek, he was on his way to Shul. And um, there was a Jew who um, asked, uh, asked him for a, for a loan. Asked him for a loan. I don't think actually that he was a rabbi at that time. I'm not sure. Um, because it might have been that he was uh, the son-in-law of the rabbi at that time, who was the, the Mittler rabbi, Rabbi Dovbear. But in any case, this 
simple Jew came to the Tzemach Tzedek and they asked him uh, for a loan. Why did he need a loan? Because he wanted to buy a calf. Why did he want to buy a calf or a cow? I think it was actually a calf, but I'm not sure. Because if you could buy a calf and then have it shechted and have it butchered, meaning the calf would be cut up into different pieces that he could sell uh, to the, in the market, he would make money. And this was his parnasa. This was how he made a, a living. He would buy a calf and he would bring it to a butcher and the butcher would cut it up and then he would sell the pieces and he would sell the pieces for a price which in total was much more than the calf, which is an honest way to make a living. But he didn't have enough money to buy a calf, so he couldn't make any parnasa today. He could not make a living today. So that's why he needed a loan. He needed to borrow money, buy the calf, then sell the meat after it had been shechted and butchered, and then he would be able to come and pay back the loan. The Semachsedek answered him, um, not now, he said, I have to dub in Shacharis first. And that was it. So the Tzemach Sadiq went to Shul to dub in Shacharis. As he was putting on his talus, on his shoulder, getting ready to, to unfold it and put it on, he suddenly thought, wait a minute. This Yid is trying to get a loan so he can go to the market and buy a calf and have time to find customers for the piece of meat that he's going to get after he gets it shafted and butchered. If he has to wait for me to finish davening, then maybe by that time, the loan won't do him any good because it'll be maybe too late in the market day and he won't be able to have any customers. So if I'm going to daven, his parnasa is not going not gonna to happen. I have to put down my talus now go run after him and find him in the market, lend him the money, and then he can run and buy a calf and have it butchered and carry out his whole plan and sell the meat. And that's what the Semach did. He stopped in the middle. He did not open up the towels to make the bracha. He did not daven then. He ran to the marketplace, searched out this Yid, gave him the money, and then the Yid was able to buy a calf and to make parnasa, to make a living. When the Samachzadik went back to the shul, his grandfather appeared to him. What do we see from this story? Besides the amazing thing of the Altareva appearing to his grandson uh, years after he had been Nistalik, he had already passed away. Altareva had already passed away. But this we'll see as we go through the the stories in the coming days and months and years that there are many, many, many examples of this, of tzaddikim appearing to other tzaddikim from the other world and so forth. But in any case, the more practical lesson for us, perhaps, is the importance of tzedakah. Look what happens when a person gives tzedakah. And in fact, the Gemara says, Tzedakah is great because it brings the gula quicker. Now, in that case, it was a miniature gula for this year who had to make a living. But it also is referring to the gula shlema, the complete gula, that every time that we give money 
For tzedakah, it is something which brings the gula closer. And as a matter of fact, if we actually think about this, that as we are saying, as we are giving the tzedakah, whether it's to a poor person, or it's to a charity box, or it's writing out a check, or writing our credit card on a tzedakah box, or whatever it is, as we are doing that, we can think, Great, it's tzedakah for it brings the gula closer. And in this way, we are combining taita, that is, this saying of the Gemara is taita, with tzedakah. And that is even more powerful than tzedakah by itself. But you know that in the Gemara Yushami, the Gemara which was uh, written and down and edited in Yerushalayim, it, said, it refers to tzedakah as ha-mitzvah, the mitzvah. It's not just one of the mitzvahs. The Gemara Rishalmi refers to it as the mitzvah. Why is it called the mitzvah? As if it's like some super-duper mitzvah, more important than all others. The reason is, as Al-Tadev explains in Tanya, because how how is it that we get the money to give tzedakah? Like, okay, I take it out of my pocket, but where did I get that money that I have in my pocket? Well, I had to work. I had to work at my job, and then I was able to get paid, and then I was able to take a portion of that money and give it for tzedakah. Now, most people work hard at their job. They have to work, get up, go to the job or from home or whatever it is, and they have to put a lot of effort in, a lot of hours, a lot of thinking, doing, in order to earn money. Money doesn't just fall out of the sky for most people. Of course, in the times of the gula, it will, so to speak. But now it's hard. And therefore, we have to put a lot of effort in. And that effort is what we're really giving for tzedakah. It's not just that we're giving a few coins. We're giving all the effort that it took to get those coins or that check or that dollar. So therefore, we're really putting our life into the midst of tzedakah. And that's one explanation for why the Gemara calls it Ha-mitzvah, the mitzvah. Because it's a mitzvah that really takes in the whole person. To earn that money that we give for tzedakah, we have to put our whole self into it. So it's really our entire self that we're giving for tzedakah. Now, is it true that if I give a nickel for tzedakah, that's going to bring the gula quicker? The answer is yes. Every single mitzvah, even if you only give a nickel, one time, it brings the gula quicker. So much more so if you give more money. Or so much more so if you give it a lot of times. That it certainly, certainly will bring the gula quicker. And this also teaches us the importance of Avis Yisrael. That the reason why we're in Gullus right now, says the Gemara, is because of Sinus uh, Chinam because of hating Jews for no reason. But in order to reverse that, we have to love Jews for no reason. We have to have obvious Israel, we have to have love of our fellow Jew, and that's expressed through tzedakah, or kind acts, doing things nice, and speaking nicely, and doing whatever we can for other people, including helping a person have a refuah shalema. 
Now, how can me and you help Altashena Basrachel Yosefa to have Rufushalem? And we're sitting here in whatever city we're in, and we are listening or giving a podcast. How is that going to help her? So the answer is that since we are having a mind that this podcast is in her suchus, that it should lead to Rufushalema, therefore, my voice and your ears <laughs> and everything else what it, it takes for me to say these words and everything else it takes for you to be listening, all of that helps. Now, what happens if I tell a few more people about it? What happens if you tell a few more people about it? Then instead of having 25 people or whatever it is that's listening to this, to be basically wishing her a complete and speedy recovery, if you tell a few friends, then we could have not 25, but 75. And maybe if they tell a few friends, that could also expand to be a few hundred. And if they tell a few friends, that could be a few thousand. And in this way, we could fill the whole world with tefillos and mitzvahs, which we're doing in the sechus of Shana, of, sorry, Alta Shana Bas Rachel Yosefa. So let's try to do that this week, especially to really spread the word about uh, Alta Shana Bas Rachel Yosefa, that she really needs a refu shlema, and everybody not just listen, but really do something. Give an extra coin for tzedakah for her, for, for, as a schus for her. Learn a little extra taita for her, an extra chapter of Tehillim for her. Tell a few friends about it. This way, in Yerut Hashem, Hashem will send her a, a quick and complete recovery. And that's part of bringing the gula quicker. May it happen immediately. And thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more. Have a wonderful Shabbos. The wonderful Shavuos, as we say, Kabbalah Tata Basimchab Panemius, may we receive the Taita with joy and in an innermost way. As well as a good Shabbos, if you're hearing this before Shabbos, that this Shabbos is Shabbos Achtus. It's the Shabbos of Jewish unity just before the holiday of Shavuos. Again, thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.